On today's show, if you work with a subcontractor, something we highly recommend, how much extra should you charge your client? And do they have to sign two different contracts? That's what Kiki asks us in this Q&A episode of Freelance to Founder. Here we go. I'm Preston. And I'm Clay. And this is Freelance to Founder. You're listening to a Q&A episode where listeners like you from around the world write in to ask us questions about freelancing or building an agency. We've each built multiple six or seven figure businesses. On this show, we're changing the lives of everyday freelancers just like you. Discovering this podcast a few months ago really like changed the trajectory of my journey. Really, really valuable stuff. I've made a ton of notes and I plan to put this stuff into action immediately. Discovering that I'm a founder instead of freelancer has been amazing for me. If you're ready to push past hourly rates and build a business that sets you free, then you've got to join us. Just submit your question at freelance2founder.com slash ask and we'll do our best to answer it. And we'll be right back with today's question right after this. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome back to another Q&A episode of Freelance to Founder. As you know, every Tuesday we do these short Q&A episodes answering questions from listeners like you. You can visit freelance2founder.com slash ask and submit a quick question there and we'll do our best to answer it on the air. Uh, and this Thursday we have coming up a full length, uh, a lot of times almost an hour long coaching call with a freelancer 
who calls in and we help them work on their business. Lots of fun. So be sure to join us on Thursdays as well for those episodes. I'm Preston Lee with Milo.co where we help freelancers grow their businesses. And uh, joining me, of course, is my friend Clay Mosley from GetDripify.com. Hey, Clay. Hello, Preston Lee with (laughs) Milo.co. Give me a quick plug for GetDripify.com, Clay. Uh, GetDripify.com is the best marketing framework that you can buy on the internet. I feel like that should have been the pitch for our last Q&A episode where we talked about marketing plans. Oops. <laughs> That's all right. If people are curious, they can go to they can go to my website. <laughs> That's right. Visit getdripify.com. Clay uh Clay is awesome to to co-host this show and has been doing so for years. So be sure to go and support the work that he's doing. We've got a question here today from Kiki. Uh, I'm going to summarize a little bit. So Kiki is, is a branding expert, sometimes does some basic like Squarespace websites, but a client recently asked her to take on a more robust website way out of her skill level, it sounds like. And so she's decided to partner with a web dev agency um, to get the job done. So her question is, should I charge a little more than the agency quoted me since I'm the one handling and selling the job? For example, if the web agency says it's going to be $1,400, can I try to sell the web piece for $1,600 since I will be managing it. Um, and then she has a second question. So it's a two-part question today. She says, I have a contract and they have a contract. Does my client need to sign two contracts? So first question is, can I upcharge basically? Second question is, does my client need to sign two contracts? Do you want to take a stab at it, Clay? Uh, <clears throat> the, the answer to the first question on whether you should upcharge, um, absolutely. I yes, think, um, <laughs> yeah, and especially, so the, the, the differentiator here is it, the fact that you, you are going to manage it, manage the project. Mm. If this was a straight referral and the client is going to work directly with the web agency and you are kind of like, you just do the branding and outside of that, your hands off, then I would say, nah, like, cause you're not involved with that project. But if you're involved managing that web project, yeah, I would, I would upcharge and I would upcharge, um, at least 30% in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think Kiki is not charging enough. So it's, so $200 of $1,400 would be about 14%. So not even 15% markup. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm with you. I, at least 30, maybe even like 50%. Probably more. Yeah. I, yeah. If I was at fourteen hundred, like for me, I would, I'd probably charge like twenty five to three thousand. I was gonna um, say I'd probably double that. Yeah, and the, here, um, here's the reason why there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of people here that disagree with that. Yeah, they're gonna um, say we're greedy and yeah, and, uh, how dare we take so much? Yeah, it's not it's not greed. It's it's one okay, she's managing the project. There's time mm-hmm. and effort there, mm-hmm. so you need to get paid for it. Two. If, and this kind of, this is kind of a leeway into, uh, like a transition into the second question. This is especially important if there is one contract and that is with you and you are white labeling the agency. Yep. Because now there is a legal exposure here and you should get paid for that because if something goes wrong and the the client decides to sue for whatever reason they're going to sue you not the web agency yeah you're right? assuming all the risk with the client 
Yep. But also, not even the legal risk, because, you know, the likelihood of getting sued is maybe fairly low for most people. But you think about, like, what if this web designer that you've hired or this dev agency that you've hired, what if they decide they can't finish the project and you have to go hire someone else? Yep. What if, you know, what if um, what if they're not able to complete it on time and you have to go find someone else? Like, there's, there's all these variables. You are assuming 100% of the risk of this project. Uh, and so you you need to build in a buffer for yourself and and just be rewarded for taking on the risk. People in business mm-hmm. who take risks are the ones who end up charging more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so it all comes down to, is it going to take it any more time and, and or risk? Yep. If the answer to the, either one of those questions or both is yes, you should absolutely charge more. Yep. For sure. And and just so you know, this happens in the business world all the time, just so that you don't think that Clay and I are just like throwing numbers out there being super greedy. You know, Mm -hmm. most retailers mark up by a hundred percent, 50 to a hundred percent. Contractors too, like home contractors. Oh yeah. You're building a house. Like there's a general contractor that's in charge of everything and they subcontract electrical plumbing, things like that. Like, yeah, they take the risk. So they're going to, yep. they're charging more than as if you were to hire the electrician directly. And then when the homeowner goes to them and says, um, there's blue tile in our kitchen, we actually wanted green tile, right? Then they've assumed that risk and they have to eat that cost and then they pay for that. And so, yep. yeah. And so you, yes, assuming all that risk and managing the project is worth a lot. And, mm-hmm. and that's actually, that's maybe another reason is like you have to recognize the value that you're presenting, right? You're going to take the information from your client on what they want out of a website and you're going to pass that along in a clear way so that ultimately they get what they want at the end of the day. That's like communicating with a web designer and managing that whole process. That's going to, that's something that your client doesn't want to do probably, right? And so you're going to take that on for them. And so that's worth money as well. So I think there's lots of reasons to charge extra we think you're probably not charging enough, Kiki. So I, I would go up in your in your percentage. I would probably double it or more. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, should we move on to the second question, or is there more you yeah. want to add there? No, I think that's good. For yeah, me, the second question: when you brought up like the contractor, you know, working on a home, subcontractors. For me, that uh, clarifies this contract question a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So I have. I'm, you know, we finished our basement in our home a few years ago and we had one general contractor who subbed out all the jobs and we had one contract that we signed with him. And it's not like he had me every time the sheetrock gig guy came in, I didn't have to sign with him. And then the flooring guy came in and I signed with him. Like none of that happened, right? Mm-hmm. He has an agreement with them, but I have an agreement just with the the one guy who's taking point on the project. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good point. I think in this scenario, there's going to be two contracts. It's just who who is it with? Mm, yep. um, so it, there can be one contract the, between you between the client and you, but like the second contract, if you're going to work with this web agency, needs to be between you and the web agency. Yeah. Well, because you're you're essentially the client. On the one hand, you're the freelancer or the agency, and on the mm-hmm. other hand, you're the client. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there should be two different agreements. Yeah, there should be two. And and there's not, there's no right or wrong way to do that. Just make sure there's two, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and again, coming back to that idea of like assuming all the risk, right? I, I would I would put as much risk on the other people as possible to sort of mitigate your your risk a little bit. And meaning like in your contract with the with the dev that you're gonna work with or the agents dev agency, like what happens if they can't deliver? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, maybe they refund your money or or maybe they hand the project off to someone else. Like some some dev agencies I've worked with actually won't hand the project off to anyone else ever, no matter what. Right. And that's bonkers to me. But um so you gotta make sure all that's in there to protect you. And then yeah. I was just going to say like, and then like when you're on the other end, when you're making a a contract with your client, it's like, what happens if the timeline goes bad because your subcontractor didn't hit the timeline? How can you mitigate your risk there? Right. So it's just important to think through that whole relationship. Yeah. Not just work scope, but also like, what's the, what's the protocol on client contact? Hmm. Yeah. 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 That's true. When, like when, and if, is it appropriate for all parties to to work with the client directly? Yeah, that's a good. And point. that's going to be that's going to be an agreement between you and the web agency. Yeah, if at all, right? Uh, if you want them communicating at all. Yeah, and and if not, that I still think that needs to be spelled out in the agreement. I agree. Yep. Yeah. 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 Anything else to add? I feel like those were pretty straightforward answers. Um, yeah, first I of all, you it. have our permission to upcharge. Second of all, no, you don't need to have your client sign two contracts. Just mm-hmm. sign one and then you sign the contract with the other. Anything <laughs> also, else? F- also, full disclosure, we are not lawyers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for adding that. Yes. We are not lawyers or accountants. You consult cannot your uh, own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, consult your own legal professionals. We're just a couple of entrepreneurs doing our best and making it up half the time, if we're being honest. But that's the joy of entrepreneurship. So uh, we have we have been down the road a couple of times. We've been through a few of these situations. So um, hopefully that's helpful today, Kiki. Um, we wish you the best of luck as you figure this out. And uh, yeah, good luck upcharging. It can be a cool business model to uh, to sign with a client and then subcontract it out. And uh, take basically a management fee. It can be really fun to, to do that. So we wish yeah. you the best of luck. I've been Preston with Milo.co. Clay from GetDripify.com. Thanks so much, man. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of Freelance to Founder, a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the Poglomerate. You can find links to my business, Milo, Clay's business, Dripify, and of course, our podcasting partner, The Podglomerate, all in the description of this episode. Remember to call in for your own episode at freelancetofounder.com. A very special thank you to the members of the Milo and Podglomerate teams who work behind the scenes to make this production possible. To stream past episodes, visit freelancetofounder.com or search Freelance to Founder wherever you get your podcasts. And that's it for now. Until next time, see ya. We will see you guys on the next episode of Freelance to Founder.